Hey guys, welcome back to Investing Should Be Easy. I'm your host, Alex Richwagon, and sorry for the hiatus. These things happen, um, especially when you have a newborn child that keeps you up at night. And among other things, um, funniest thing that happened lately was, again, the show is Investing Should Be Easy, but I like to digress and kind of go into some of the personal things so we get to know each other a little bit better. And uh, one of the things that happened recently, um, she's six months old, she was flailing, and she whacked her arm into the changing table, and she started crying and everything else. She was fine. And it's just so funny how at such a young age, the, the littlest um, boo-boo causes such emotion and raw, like, oh my God, what the hell just happened to me? Um, again, these are funny little things that happen with a first-time parent, how you adjust and how you have to try to calm down and... Again, this isn't the end of the world. It's not a meltdown situation. So um, that's my opening uh, as far as a quick little parent corner. And uh, yeah, so again, sorry for the hiatus. And uh, what happens with those kind of things is you get caught up in life and other things and uh, investment strategy. And all of a sudden you look up and you're like, oh my gosh, haven't had a show in a few weeks. So that's where we're going to get back on track. Tonight's show is going to be a pickup from a three-part series that we had started on paid investment research. And paid investment research comes in multiple channels. It could come from a newsletter. It could come from a magazine, um, like Fortune, Forbes, something like that. And it also could come from research books. And I've got some authors that I've been following for a number of years now. I'm on, I think, their third or fourth book. We're going to talk about their third book tonight. So again, the series is how to find stock investments with paid research, and this will be the three of three and closing out the episode. So that's the top of the show. That's what we're talking about tonight, and then we're going to go ahead and get inside the book, the authors, and what I learned and some of the investments that I've been um, backing so far and talk about some of the returns they're generating, but uh, more importantly, what the book's about as far as forward-looking research. So we'll get started in three, two, one. Cue the music. Investing should be easy. All right. So, uh, again, this is Investing Should Be Easy, top of the show. I'm Alex Richwagon. And tonight's show is about closing out our third part series. We had a hiatus for a couple weeks because I had some mailbag questions around how to protect your portfolio against extreme volatility when the market went through some serious dips in the month of February towards the end. And we went through options and then as well as how to look at reverse ETFs to protect yourself. Seems like so long ago because the stock market just has gone up since then. And uh, again, we're going to talk about paid research. If you guys have, do have questions along the way, feel free to shoot me an email at alex.richwagon at gmail.com. And that's G-E-N at the end of Richwagon at the end of Richwagon, okay? So today's show, we're going to talk about investment research of something that I purchased, learned a lot from it, did the research, and then took all the ideas out and put them into financial modeling and financial analysis and using fundamental analysis specifically by looking at key ratios the companies and finding out what they do and how they're making money and what they have going forward. 
So the two authors that I want to mention is um, Jim Mellon and Al Shalaby. And they've written a series of books that I've talked about before. The first one was called Cracking the Code, which talked about a lot of things in, like, let's say, cancer research. They also wrote another one around um, called Fat For Fast Forward that had things around payment research, um, automated, automated, automated cars, how that trend is going around all the batteries that are inside cars. And tonight they, they wrote a book last year that was published about a year ago called Juvenescence, Investing in the Age of Longevity. So what exactly is this book about? It's a, it's a guide to longevity. I know that there's a lot of, um, just from you know things you see in the news, and this is how you can start forming your ideas, is what are, let's call the elites or people in Silicon Valley, what are they investing in? What are big-time celebrities putting their research and their money into? And a lot of them are looking at how to identify ways of living forever or extending their lifespan, which is basically how the concept of juvenescence. It's, so this book is a layman's guide to the longevity, investigates new technologies and cutting-edge company research that are doing to benefit lifelong extending technologies, both personally and professionally, and talks about the science behind it, ideas that lead to investments, revealing those insights, and also um, views of key opinion leaders. And I want to talk about some of those companies and a couple ones that I've already started investing into. I'll kind of talk about what what the companies do, the how I came to those conclusions, and then what kind of returns they've generated over the past four to six months since I read the book, took the action, and took that initiative to look for investment research like this, and then how do you take it forward? What are the next steps that you need to have done in order to once you've done the research and finding, identifying the companies, which ones do you want to invest in and how do you separate the good from the bad? Because again, you've got to maybe do a little diversification, maybe take a few shots of, I've got 20% of my portfolio, 30% that I want to put in speculative money, divide that up among five, six positions, and then take your shots and see how it works out. And I'll tell, kind of share what's worked for me over the past uh, four to six months since I've restructured my portfolio. So again, we're talking about Juvenescence. I'll put the link on the podcast link um, for Juvenescence. The, I'll put the link on which I get from Amazon because you can sell the paperback or the Kindle copy, whatever works better for you. I like the Kindle because I like to read with the digital because I can pack a lot of different books in there. It's just me. But again, the book is all about researching ways of extending life um, for people's gain, both you know from a professional standpoint, but also how you can benefit from an investment per perspective. So that's what the book's about. And when I did my research, I want to talk about a few different companies of what I found and what they do, of how I started getting to this stuff, because what's cool about it is I've got a whole bunch of publicly traded companies but I've got a whole bunch of companies that are not publicly traded. Like these are ones that I'll check every quarter or maybe six months to find out if any of them are um, going to go for their IPO initial public uh, offering, which means they'll be a public company, which means you can invest in it. So the difference between the investments I'll mention on public and private, 
Public you can invest in, private you cannot unless you are an insider that um, has access to the company. So just a quick um, FYI. So some of the companies that was mentioned in the book is, um, I'll give you an example. These came up before in their previous book, so I saw the pattern, but one was called um, Bluebird Bio Inc. And I'm going to go and just so I can make sure I get this right. So Bluebird Bio Inc., they specialize in genetic research. And what I mean genetic research is looking for um, biotech tech, um, technology that looks to develop gene theory, gene theories, um, therapies for uh, severe diseases and cancer. Because basically it's like, how do we link genes from other from pieces of your body with other things we know to prevent these things from happening it's a really cool thing that a lot of companies are after these days because it looks at developing um, programs in oncology to look at t-cell based immunotherapies um, chimeric antigen receptors and these are pieces that kind of go into like fighting cancer so i know i said some complicated things there but just remember they're after treating um, sickle cells disease cancer things that are like severe diseases in humans today and how do you combat it by looking at gene editing capabilities so this company just to give you an example over the last year has grown at a clip of 148 percent i did not invest in this company i wish i did because 148 percent is fantastic but that's the kind of companies that we're looking at as far as some really big opportunities that haven't even gone full scale. The the market cap of this is 11 billion. They've got some financial information about it and again, I just reading about what these companies do and these are kind of ones that maybe all the numbers don't make sense, but you should take your shots. So again, Bluebird Bio is um the stock symbol is B L U E, so blue. And so that was one that I was really cool. I want to talk about a few other ones around gene editing. So let me go pick up um, CRISP, CRSP, which is for CRISPR Therapeutics AG. And one of the things that this company does is a little bit different from Bluebird. They're looking at transfer transformative gene-based medicines for serious diseases. So not only in gene-based editing, but they're also into the medicines as well in order to help um, people get better faster because basically they'll it's it's like cut and correct diseases. How do you intake um, take people's genes out of their body, input those genes with modifications, put it back in their body, and help get them better faster and live longer? People that get these very serious diseases like cancer in order to do those things. Um, this is another company that was on my radar. I unfortunately did not catch it. In the last six months, it's grown 200%, and the stock symbol for that is CRSP. But it's close to a few of the ones that I did um, go as far as invest. And there is one that I think it's got, it's in the early stages for a big takeoff, and I've started putting more into the, into the original position that I, I stoked out. I'll talk about that one in just a minute. But again, this is what this book is all about, is um, is thinking about what are the future trends. You've got to kind of put your head above the clouds going, what are people investing in over the next 
I don't know, for the five, ten years down the road, what companies are behind the research? What, who is doing these things? Um, if we get to a point where there's more self-driving cars, who's going to be automating those? Which car companies are behind it? Which companies are behind the batteries? Because again, as these as cars become self-driving, they'll need to have longer shelf batteries so that we stay a lot on the on the road longer. Because if they don't, then they'll be shut down and they won't have as much demand. So those are things trying to think about going forward is where the future technology is going to be and how do you beat the rest of the market to those. That's the things that we want to kind of talk about and discover among others within the show. So we're going to talk about two more companies right along the subject of gene editing and talk about one that is one of my favorite positions because it's growing to one of my biggest holdings in my portfolio. So a lot of self-disclosure here. It's called San Gamo Therapeutics, and just like CRISPR, they talk. They're um, they're another biotech company, and they get into um, gene therapy to transform patients' lives to using the company's platform technology. Again, gene editing, gene therapy, gene regulation, and cell therapy. So they're right in all of that mix, and their market cap. Get this: two point two one billion. Just to give you an example, because I'm going to go, I'm going to come right back to this. Um, if anybody's familiar with Gilead Sciences, Gilead Sciences is at 106 billion. So think about that in comparison to San Gagmo. Is um, San Gagmo, their market cap is two billion dollars, and they've been growing at a ridiculously rapid pace. So I started investing four to six months ago. In the last six months, it's grown 83 percent. Just to give you an understanding of that. And then over one year, 488%, almost 500% gain from this little known company that is not that old within its um, existence. And the last year, almost 500% growth. How long has the company been around? Just to look around. So they have been around um, plus almost five years, and it's grown 165% since then. But if you picked it up last year, a year ago, you would be up at 500% right now, which is crazy numbers. So again, San Gagmo, the um, stock symbol for that one is SGMO. They do specialize in that gene editing um, piece. I think it's still got plenty of room to run as far as, and I love having it in my portfolio. So it's another one that I personally, so self-disclosure, love it. They've reported earnings really great lately, um, and it's been blowing out of the water. The last one we're going to talk about the show, and again, there is literally a ton of these companies that you've got to kind of dive through. Just in my publicly traded piece that I picked up was 28 companies. And then the private companies, which I'll have backups down the line for if there's more buyouts. I've got another 40 in the back scene. So that's almost 70 companies that you kind of kind of thread through and think, what is the best opportunities here for me to invest my portfolio? So the last one we're going to talk about tonight is called Editas Medicine. And the stock symbol for Editas is E-D-I-T, so edit, just like it sounds. And over the last six months, grown 96%. <clears throat> yes, 96%, didn't cough too much on that one. The market cap is just under two billion. And they've really been, I would say, just killing it lately. So, they're another gene editing company, and a lot of these major companies are taking 
notice of what's going on um, with what you know what's what's going on with where future technologies are going. If they can't get there faster, they're going to look to bite. I don't know, bite. They're going to look up to scoop and eat up these companies by acquiring them because they've got great technology of what's going on. So just to give you an understanding, they released uh, fourth quarter earnings on the sixth, and the stock jumped about I don't know. 10, 10% or so just in one day. And this is another one that's got a lot of room to run. So just in a short period of time, we talked about four investments and these all came from this paid research. So the, again, the book's called Juvenessence, the age of longevity, which is all about how do you extend your life? What are the, the things and activities you should, should not be doing? Obviously it talks about you can control things, in your lifestyle, like you don't smoke, you exercise regularly, you eat well, the basics but also companies that are doing gene editing to go, how could I extend my life for another five or 10 years? That might be pretty cool and also be healthy as well on the same lines. So we talked about Bluebird Bio. We talked about um, CRISPR. We talked about Sangamo. Uh, and then we also talked about Editas. And again, there is a plethora of these positions throughout the book that these are some of the ones that I zeroed in on that I could have, you know, again, I wish I would have invested in a bunch of them, but, I, you know, you have so much capital. So you're like, where do I want to take my shots is kind of the way you kind of think about it. And then there'll be more stuff that we can talk about in the future. So that's what today's show is about. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you have any questions or comments, um, send me any feedback at alex.richwagon at gmail.com. And uh, have a healthy, happy St. Patrick's Day. And uh, that's it. See you next time. Bye, guys. Alex Richwagon is an investment research analyst. Any of his recommendations are that of Mr. Richwagon. The information presented is the opinion of his and only his research. You should not base your investment decision based solely on his opinion. Remember, it's your money and your responsibility.